Good morning, Nachum. Good Erev Shabbos, everybody. Tomorrow we have the privilege of reading Parshas Bereshis. Wow. We begin a new year, a new cycle, and there is so much to say because the greatness of our Torah, as I compare it to the vegetable of an onion, is that there are layers and layers and layers, and every time we are privileged to study Torah, we find greater insight and greater understanding. On the surface, Pasha's Bereshis has to be one of the most challenging and difficult parshios in the Torah. It spans almost 1,000 years, the first 1,000 years of civilization from the creation of man till the birth of Noah. And I'd like to focus this morning on two words from the parsha, namely, Naase Adam. In chapter 1, Pasuk 26, Hashem says, Naase Adam, let us make man. Now that in of itself is exceedingly problematic. What is this us? And in fact, Rashi picks up on this immediately and says, take a look. Even though the angels did not assist Hashem in the creation of man, and moreover, by using the term na'aseh, let us, Hashem gives room for those who wish to challenge and say that, God forbid, there is more than one God. Hashem still chose to use the term na'aseh, let us, to teach us derech eretz, to teach us the proper behavior, and midas anova, to teach us the trait of humility, sheheha gadol nimloch v'notel rishus minakotan, that the greater one should consult and take permission from the lesser one. The CEO, the one that truthfully might, the buck stops by him, and might be the one making the decisions, should not be the one doing it by himself, but rather should open it up in the boardroom to listen to others, and then after listening to others and getting and gaining and growing from their uh, opinions, giving them kavod, then he will make the ultimate you know, decision. However, there are additional teachings to Nasa Adam, which I would like to share with you. The Nefesh Achayim in Shar Aleph, Perik Vav, teaches that when Hashem says, Naase Adam, let us make man, he's basically pointing out that man, as we know, was created last. And as such, what did Hashem do? Hashem took 
of the nature of all the creatures and creations that had been made prior to him, all of the behemoth, chayova of, all of the domestic animals, the wild animals, the birds, and indeed all of creation, and he incorporated some of their unique nature into man. So, therefore, man, he is a composite of all. In addition, some of the upper spheres, the lower spheres, they're all incorporated into man. And interestingly, this is how the Be'er Yosef explains that unlike every other creature in creation, when they are born, they are either tahor, what you would call pure, or a kosher animal, or they are tamei, impure, non-kosher. If they're born pure, they stay pure. If they're born impure, they stay that way. Man is different. He is the only creature that vacillates from pure to impure. And when he's pure, he can eat korbanos. When he's pure, he can go into the base Migdash. And when he's tamay and he's impure, he can't eat a korban and he can't enter the base Migdash. And why is this? Because man contains within himself that character, ingredients of both the pure and the impure. He is a composite of the entirety of nature, and therefore, let us, Hashem is speaking to all that was created, says the Nefesh HaChayim, before man. And in addition, what can we learn from this? That man is to learn from all that came before him. We find in Perik Shira, this collection teaches that from every part of the Bria, every part of nature, we are to learn from their distinct characteristics. And just as each has its unique character, for example, Hashemayim Mesaprim Kvod Kale. Literally, as we say in Tilim 19, every Shabbos and Yom Tov in the Psuke de Zimra, that the heavens literally praise and uh, provide honor to God. It's literally a big symphony that's going on upstairs. A man just has to be attuned to realize. For example, we find in the 10th chapter of the book of Yoshua that when Joshua wants the sun to stand still, he does not say, looking up at the heavens, Shemesh begivon amod. He doesn't say, let the sun over Givon stand still, but he says, Shemesh begivon dome. He says, the sun over Givon 
keep silent. What does that mean, keep silent? It means not like, quote, whistle while you work, but more than that, that the very movement of the sun is praise of Hashem. And therefore, he was telling the sun to stand still, not to move, and for that moment, the praise of God, as if Kaveyochel could stop. And the Perik Shira continues with to learn from each of the individual creations. And so, Klavim, the dogs, Mahim Umrim, and the verse that's cited on behalf of the dogs is Bo'u, let us come, Nishtachaveh, let us prostrate, V'nichra'a, and bow, Nivracha, Lifnei Hashem Oseinu, and let us bless before Hashem, our Maker. We learn and ought to learn from the dog their loyalty to their master. And as they are so loyal, so too we are to be loyal to our master, ever grateful and appreciative of how our master provides for us every single breath and provides us with our sustenance every single day. We're to learn from the Namala, we're to learn from the ant. The Medrash teaches us that the lifespan of an ant is approximately six months. And yet, our rabbis studied the nature of the ant and they found that it gathers much more food than it would need for six months of a lifetime. And the reason that they give is because each individual ant says, perhaps Hashem will grant me Hashem will grant me longevity of life. In other words, learn from the ant to have emunah, to have trust, to have bitachon, to have faith in God, and to have this personal relationship with Hashem. And let's go beyond. What does it mean, Nase Adam, let us make man? The idea is that the rabbis teach us that Hashem and man himself, let us, Hashem and man, there's a partnership. And this is based upon the Sefer Ho'ikarim in Maimar Shlishi, Perig Beis, whereby he points out that there are two types of Shlemus, two types of completion. There's a Shlemus Rishon and a Shlemus Acharon. There is the first type of completion whereby an entity or a being, an animal, is created, and as it is created, it is complete. The Talmud teaches Shor Ben Yomo Korui Shor, the ox on the day of its birth, 
is equipped with all the intelligence that it needs. It doesn't go to the Ox school, nor does it acquire any more intelligence. So, immediately after birth, should it be in the proximity of fire, it's going to run away and not towards the fire. That's one kind of shlemus, one kind of completion that the animal is born with all of its faculties and all of its composition. The second time of sh- type of shlebus or completion is when one's potential is actualized. And therefore, the rabbis say, take note, that when it comes to the Baalei Chaim, when it comes to the animals, it says after their creation, Vayaralukim Kitov, Hashem saw that it was good. Why? Because the way it was created, that is the way it remained. And therefore, immediately Hashem could say, Kitov, it's there to serve mankind. However, by man, it does not say Kitov. Why? Because Naase Adam, man has to work upon himself. It's a lifelong process of man constantly developing and improving himself. And moreover, regarding the animals, we find that the Torah uses the term again and again, liminah and liminehu regarding their creation. It is a specific species that was created. But within that species, many dogs, many fish, many monkeys, etc. However, when it comes to man, no, man was created as an individual, like the Mishnah teaches in the fourth parak of Sanhedrin, the Fichach says the Mishnah, Nivra Adam Yechidi. Therefore, man was created singly as an individual, Lelamedcha, to teach us many different things. One, that Abed Nefesh Achas Mi Yisrael, and this was the way they warned witnesses in a case of capital punishment, that if God forbid they were lying, and they were causing an innocent person to die, whoever destroys even a single life from Israel, the scripture, God looks upon it, as if he destroyed it, an entire world, and going beyond. The Mishnah goes on and says, take note, this comes to teach the greatness of God. If man mints many coins from one mold, kulan domin they are all alike. However, Melech Hashem Every man has been minted from the mold 
of Adam, the very first man. And no one is like another. This is so incredibly fantastic. The uniqueness of man that Hashem says to each individual, it's a partnership. Let us make man. And therefore, I say that Parshas Bereshis is not just the history as to how man came into being, but it speaks to each and every one of us individually and says that we have to constantly remake ourselves. We start again, a new Bereshis, a new Derech Eretz, we have to enhance and improve our own character. And therefore, I strongly recommend that everybody goes to their local Svarim store and everybody browses and everybody chooses and looks over those Svarim which are going to literally help change their lives. Whether you go to the Nefesh Achayim, to the Tomer Devorah, to the Mesilas Yeshorim, to the Chobos Halavavos, whether you go to all these works which have been translated, thank God, into English, to Rav Pliskin, with his gateways to happiness and self-knowledge, to the most recent Moshe Dun, Rav Moshe Dun Kestenbaum in the Olos Hamidos, there is so much out there in every language. Use this opportunity to understand that when Hashem says, Na'ase Adam, He wasn't talking about not only 5,780 years ago, but He's talking right now in the year 5,780 to each and every one of us. Shabbat Shalom to all.